Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. This stripped-down blogging tool exemplifies anti-social media by Clive Thompson. Recently, Rob Biskitsa, a coder and the managing editor of Boing Boing, released a stripped-down blogging tool called txt.fyi. Write something, hit publish, and voila, your deathless prose online. But here's the thing. TXT.FYI has no social mechanics. None. No like button. No share button. No comments. No feed showing which posts are most popular. Each post has a tag telling search engines not to index it, so it won't even show up on Google. The only way anyone will see it is if you send them the URL or post it somewhere. TXT.FYI is a tool for putting stuff online, but without the usual features to help something become a pass-around hit. I call it antiviral design. Most platforms work in precisely the opposite fashion. They're casinos of quantification, designed to constantly tell us what's blowing up and what isn't. We peer at our feeble posts on Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn and pray for likes, for hearts, for a big smiley emoji. Our attention is magnetically drawn to anything with a huge share number beneath it, what psychologists call the social proof. If lots of people are paying attention to something, we figure it's worth our notice, too. This lust for virality deforms how we think in public. What do you get if you mentally focus group every utterance before you post it? Stuff that's panderingly dull, best not to offend anyone, or that leans into the kabuki hysteria of a sick burn, offend everyone. Posts designed specifically to hack the attentional marketplace. With txt.fyi, Biskitsa was trying to playfully push back. I wanted something where people could publish their thoughts without any false game of social manipulation, one-upmanship, and favor trading, he says. This is what I found so interesting about his creation. Its antivirality doesn't necessarily prevent a post from becoming wildly popular. A txt.fyi URL shared on, say, Facebook, could perhaps go viral. But its design favors messages to someone, not everyone. So, does antivirality actually affect what people do and say? Biskitsa isn't sure. Out of pro-privacy principle, he doesn't regularly look at the logs of his service. But once, during some debugging, Biskitsa discovered someone using txt.fyi to write letters to a deceased relative. It was touching and weirdly human. 
precisely the sort of unconventional expression we used to see a lot more of online. But today we sand down those rough edges, those barbaric yawps, and the quest for social spread. Even if you don't want to share something, Medium or Tumblr or Snapchat tries to make you. They have the will to virality baked in. When you think about it, the very metaphor of going viral suggests bleak side effects. In the physical world, it means an infectious payload spreading uncontrollably. Smallpox, Ebola, avian flu. Super viral content, dude. Reframe virality like that, and you start to understand the emergence of white supremacy online or the hot zone dogpiling of Gamergate. If social networks are to eliminate hate on their platforms, they'll have to fight the exquisitely gameable mechanics of virality they themselves built. Now for the caveats. As Biskitza admits, TXT to FYI is just a tiny experiment. There are a few others like it, including saidso.me. It's hard to make a service like this go big, because you can't easily make ad money on an unmetric platform. And hey, there are healthy, non-toxic reasons we're interested in what's popular online. Some great social good, like Black Lives Matter, has relied on the viral spread of online posts. Nonetheless, I'd love to see some of Biskitza's principles injected into our social media ecosystem. A bit of antivirality could be precisely the inoculation against extremism that our culture needs. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.